This is the John Oakley Show podcast. One such topic always worthy of discussion is home affordability, certainly in and around the GTA and uh, across the country, I guess, in a broader context. But it's become uh, a talking point during the election and how federal leaders have sought to address it uh, may be of some concern, according to the CEO of Royal LePage, Phil Soper, who has joined us on the line here in the Oakley Show. Phil, always a pleasure. Good afternoon. Hey, great to be here, John. All right. Uh, so you came out with the Royal LePage House Price Survey. This is a quarterly, I guess. And uh, before we get to those details, on this matter, the federal campaign and some of the leaders addressing housing affordability and all the rest, uh, do you like what they have on offer, or are you uh, issuing a caveat here? Well, I understand why they're all focused on housing. If you look at the first-time homebuyer uh, demographic, uh, what we often call the millennials, so it's in their 20s and 30s, it's a huge uh, lot of voters. It's actually the largest demographic uh, group of Canadians ever, bigger than baby boomers. So that's a lot of votes. It's also a lot of uh, houses, homes, uh, that we need to uh, create to house them. So they're going after the votes, and they're uh, focused on uh, ways to allow them to get into uh, that home they desire. Uh, previous research we did showed 87% of millennials are uh, believe in home ownership, uh, but of course it's very expensive. So they're dangling carrots in the way of what I call demand stimulation, ways to make it appear cheaper to get into housing. But the problem is if we bring a number of people into the market without increasing the number of homes we have available, because we already have a structural shortage of homes in the GTA, we're just going to drive prices up and erase any gains that the uh, the carrots represented, if that makes sense. Well, perfect sense. For example, Andrew Shear is promising 30-year mortgages, uh, which, you know, had been in play for a while, but uh, what it means, I guess, is money is cheaper, cheaper or easier to, you know, uh, meet the payments. So that triggers a surge in demand, and if we don't have supply to meet that demand, then it's, according to the laws of supply and demand, yeah, it raises yeah, the, yeah, okay, so that's yeah. what's going on. Uh, and, you know, I mean, then you've got... Uh, Jagmeet Singh, whose priority, he's listed five priorities, 500,000 affordable housing units. Uh, that's all well and good to state, but, I mean, where do we build those and how? Yeah, and, you know, with the, the, the 500,000, uh, call it social housing units, uh, is a laudable goal. And the question that gets asked immediately is, how are you going to pay for them? With something like a 30, uh, the extension of the uh, amortization period, people don't say, oh, how much are you going to, uh, how are you going to pay for that? Because there's no, there's no obvious price tag, but there is a price tag. The price tag is that fewer people will be able to buy homes if we get back into a 2014 to 17 double digit annual home price uh, uh, inflation in Toronto. So it's almost as if, yeah, you need to price all your promises. If you're going to build half a million homes, how are you going to pay for them? You get increasing taxes, or are you decreasing costs? You you're go, you're going to throw demand at the market and bring more people into home ownership. Where are you going to get the homes to put them into? So, what's your strategy for reducing the red tape, reducing the cost associated with building homes uh, in the GTA uh, that'll allow us to meet that new demand that you've created? 
again with Phil Soper, the CEO of Royal LePage. They've just come out with their house price survey. Uh, so let's talk about that. I mean, we've been about two years now into the stress tests, which were supposed to cool the market, and I think that was mission accomplished, but we're starting to see forward creep again, aren't we, especially in the GTA? Yeah. You know what? You and I have talked about this before. Volumes, which consumers really don't care about. It's more of an industry thing. The number of homes trading hands really are the, um, the, the looking glass that lets us know what's coming. And we've seen volumes ticking up for, for uh, four months now, but particularly over the last quarter, the last three months, every month we're looking at mid-20s. Uh, it was actually it started in the 16%, 16% increase in homes sold year over year. Then it's 20, and then it's 25%. In Vancouver, which was the hardest hit market, our most expensive market. Home sales this month or September were up 46% compared to last year. Now, Mm. prices are still down, but guess what happens when sales are up 46%? That doesn't last very long, and prices start to rise again because you get out of whack and you have more demand than supply. So, yes, home prices are only up modestly in Toronto this quarter. Uh, We saw... Like, for example, over the whole GTA, uh, home prices uh, were, were uh, for a detached home were only up 5%. But with sales up 25%, you know that there's going to be upward pressure on prices. Well, uh, and the thing that we talked about, too, was how hot the condominium market had gotten. I mean, this is a lot of, uh, for a lot of people, millennials especially, the entree into housing uh starting to fade from reach, isn't it? Yeah, you know what? Um, we also, I think it was the last time we chatted, we, we looked at some research we'd done on the increase in this cost per square foot of condominiums versus detached homes and the fact that uh, condominiums had escalated in price to the point where they were quite a bit more expensive per square foot than detached homes. Now, they tended to be way smaller, so their sticker price might have been lower, but the actual cost per per you know unit of living area was quite a bit higher. And we've had this this going on across the country for about a decade now, where where condominium home prices have been escalating quite a bit faster than detached home prices. And you know this won't last forever. And in fact, if you um, if you look over all in uh, the GTA, we see the the price of condominiums starting to slow a little bit, but it's still much faster than the other parts of of the uh, the market, the bungalows and detached, because they were up by eight point five percent last quarter or year over year in the quarter. Yeah, but the median price now has gone beyond six hundred thousand. It has. It's 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 you know compared compared to Vancouver, where we have. Uh, 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 home prices that are they're quite a bit higher. It, they're still more affordable, but it's getting closer. It used to be several hundred thousand dollars. Now we're about a hundred thousand dollars apart. It's the fastest appreciating housing type. You're right in the Royal LePage house price survey. So finally, Phil, I got to ask you. I mean, you know, there are some clouds on the horizon. I don't know how this augurs for house prices, but uh, you know, I mean, the interest rates are going to remain relatively low. I gather uh, as the Fed is established down in the USA. Uh, but you've got trade wars with China and maybe other vagaries in the market. Uh, maybe the cycle has played itself out. What's that going to mean to housing? If there was a broad-based global recession or even a serious American recession, 
on its own, it would definitely uh, impact the economy here, consumer confidence in housing. But assuming that there's a mild recession in the United States or uh, call it a soft landing and the, the economic growth just slows down but doesn't go into formal recession, the, the big driver of the housing market in Canada is household formation. And we are the fastest growing advanced nation on earth in population terms. Uh, we need to, whether they're renters or they're buyers, we need more roofs to put over the heads of our, uh, of our people. And, and that's a 10 to 15 year outlook. If you look at demographics and then there'll be a bit of a breather, but we're in for housing shortages structurally for some time to come. Interesting takeaway. Always appreciate it. Good snapshot. We'll talk next quarter, I'm sure. Okay, you take care, John. You got it. Phil Soper, CEO of Royal LePage. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.